I actually get this a lot. It's so scary to actually step into wanting to love yourself. My clients will get to the point where they're on the edge. They know they want to work with me. They're in a position where they can work with me, either privately or in my more affordable group courses. And there's fear. The fear comes up. The self-sabotage comes in. The procrastination comes in. And there seems to be this recoiling of, oh my gosh, I feel like I want to go over there and I want to do this work and I feel like I really want to love myself. But oh my God, I'm freaking out. Because we know we need it. We desperately want to feel content, to feel in self-love, to become who we truly are. And to finally let go of the shame, the hate, and self-destructive behaviours. But it's scary, right? Why is it so scary? <laughs> Love, Luna. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of Self-Love Lessons with Luna. Thank you so much for joining me. I just, I just love the comments that I'm getting through, the feedback, people listening, people watching, people just being able to grow their own level of self-esteem simply by hanging out in this community. It's an absolute pleasure to have you. Have you followed me on TikTok yet? Are you on that trend? Short little videos, punchy stuff. Every day I post a video, something beautiful, something inspiring, something funny maybe, but it's all going to be about self-love and it's all going to be about learning how to love yourself and be confident. So if you're welcome to go check me out, I'd love to have you there. It's Luna Guile underscore more confidence. Details are here just for you. I'd love to have you there. Thanks. It's really easy to stay comfortable, isn't it? Ah, oh, like wrapped up in your cocoon of self-sabotage, of procrastination, of playing small. It's actually really easy to do that because, well, it's comfortable. You don't have to be afraid of being rejected when you stay in your cocoon. You don't have to be afraid that people are going to put you down, that people are going to try to take you down. You can just stay in your comfortable self-sabotage bubble. We seek to remain safe and secure by keeping ourselves in the status quo. What is socially acceptable, what we have gotten used to doing, being and having, we're comfortable there. There's a really good biological reason why we fear change, why we don't really want to change. And it's because in our nature, we are herd animals. Not like herd with my ear, but herd as in a pack. We're kind of pack animals. We work together well when we belong in groups. And so it's no wonder that we want to keep the status quo in a herd kind of environment. If you do something that's outside of what is acceptable to the herd, first, they will try to correct the behavior. They'll try to fix it in some way to correct you. And if you are not able to be corrected, then they will reject you. You get turfed. Think about this in very human terms. Have you ever had a group of friends then maybe you decide that you don't want to drink anymore? I've done this, but they continue to be drinkers. Now I continue to go out with them and continue to be sober. 
but there's a sense of correction that they want to make. There's an anomaly within the group, me, at that time. So what they do is try to make me drink. They're trying to correct the behavior. No, no, around here we are drinkers. Around here we are self-haters. So if you come forward and go, actually, I don't want to drink anymore, then they will try to correct it by getting you to self-hate, by getting you to drink, by getting you to do whatever the thing is that is causing the disconnect with the group. Does this sound familiar? I'm sure it does. If you continue to not be corrected by the group, then ultimately what happens, you will be rejected by the group. Unless the group somehow starts changing with you, which is a whole power of influence thing, a whole nother conversation. But what happens for most people is that they try to correct the behavior and if they cannot correct the behavior, they will be rejected from the group. And we want to belong. We want to feel like we fit in. It's kind of like safety in numbers. If you have a look at that herd mentality again, imagine there's a zebra who goes, I really don't want black and white stripes. You know what? You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to start wearing a blue stripe, several blue stripes down my zebra print. Yeah, that's a great idea because I want to be free and I want to express myself. All the other zebras are looking at that one zebra and going, they are a threat. Why? Well, because if a lion is out to attack the zebra herd, they will see the blue stripes, won't they? They're no longer camouflaged. And so they're the most easiest target. Yes, in a way for the herd, they go, cool, they're gonna go attack blue stripe before they attack white or black stripe. But it also puts the whole group under threat. So within our groups and within the people that we spend time with, if we wish to change, if we wish to stop being so judgmental, if we wish to be kinder to ourselves, if we wish to eat healthier food, if we want to look after ourselves more, but we are still hanging out with a herd that says that that's not okay, it's going to be extremely difficult. Think about it globally for a moment. The herd of humanity says that self-hate is a socially acceptable way. That self-love, even though it's improving in the world, even though there's a lot more chitter-chatter about self-love, it's still really socially acceptable to hate yourself. And it's on the fringes of socially acceptable to love yourself. So if you're not around a lot of people who do self-love, then of course you will be afraid because of what's gonna happen. What are the implications? We fear being rejected. We do not want to be rejected. And yet the funny part is, is that when we are not true to ourselves, it is us that we are rejecting. And that's where the pain comes from, right? That pain in your soul that goes, I want more, I need more, I can be more. It's like you have this little whispering voice with inside of you that says, oh, I don't want to do this self-hate stuff anymore. I don't want to do the self-sabotage. I don't want to punish myself for eating food. I don't want to punish myself by exercising. I want to love myself. There is that pain with inside of you that exists. Let's talk about the ego for the moment. And if you don't know a whole bunch about what I mean with the ego, just go ahead and head to my YouTube channel and check out the episode called Why You Need Your Ego. It's actually the first episode. 
So go ahead and check out the first episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna about why you need your ego and the importance of it so that you can get a better understanding of what this ego stuff is all about. For the ego, change means death. Literally, it has it in its head that if it changes, if we change anything in our life, then it's death and destruction and chaos. And the ego's number one job is to keep us safe. So can you see how there'll be conflict there? It's like your soul is rising up within you saying, I can't live this way anymore. I can't live in the pain. I can't live with the masks on. I can't live being false anymore. I want to be true to me. And then your ego pipes up and goes, you know what? Any change that's going to happen is going to cause death. And we need to avoid that at all cost. Bit of a tricky balance, right? This is why we need to come into alignment. The ego is a very clever mechanism with inside of us and it'll pull out all the stops to keep you safe, which actually often, very often these days, isn't about keeping you physically safe. It's about keeping you mentally safe, keeping the status quo as it is and not changing. So it'll throw out all sorts of things. Well, what if it doesn't work for me? What if I'll never get better? I can't afford it. Is it going to be too much? I don't have the time for that kind of stuff. I'm just going to procrastinate. Oh, look over there, shiny thing. I've got something to clean. I've got something to do. Oh, I'm just going to read this book that I have here in front of me. Oh, what's going on in Netflix lately? Blame games, distraction, self-sabotage, procrastination. All of these things the ego is going to do to help you stay distracted from the fact that your soul is rising up within you and is in desperate need for attention. You know that it's time. You know that you're ready to actually expand, yet your ego is going, no! <laughs> Definitely check out episode number one to help you deal with that, as well as another episode is talking about how to deal with the negative voices inside your head. These two episodes are going to do massive things for you. Because the ego is threatened by change, it will do everything in its power to stop you from changing. It really will. Even though you know, logically, self, within your body, within your heart, within your soul, that you must change, that now is the time to change, that you can no longer participate in the way in which you have before. Now it's time. And you know, that beautiful fear is kind of like a child. Yeah. You don't want the child driving your car, but you don't want to shove it in the boot either, right? You know, in the back with proper restraints to keep it safe. This is where we want our ego to be. Allowing us to be the driver, us as in my spirit, my soul, my highest part, and have my ego be the backseat, looking at the stuff out the window, reminding me of things in the world. That is where we want our fear to be, right there in the backseat. It has been said that change will only occur when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Let me just say that again. Change only occurs when the pain of staying the same is greater than the pain of change. Either way, there's pain, right? Either way, it's discomforting. Either way, 
we have to look fear in the face. Yet when the pain of staying the same gets too much, that's when we're compelled to take the action, even if it's painful to change. So just say you're on the precipice of stepping into your greatness, stepping into your self-love to, to, to really awaken the self-love within inside of you in a really true and visceral, practical kind of way. What are some of the little voices that'll come up? You'll start to worry. What, what, if I, what if I lose relationships? What if, what if people will stop liking me? You know, what if, what if things will change? They're going to. <laughs> but that's the ego talking there. You know, there's fear because you'll have to look at the parts of yourself that perhaps you don't want to look at. And that's scary. It's likely to be hard. Also, scary. And really, you don't know who you'll be on the other side. Scary. Can you see why it's much easier for us to stay in the status quo rather than actually step out and beyond? You know, to live the life of your dreams is not for the faint-hearted. And self-love is an act of rebellion. I'm not here to mollycoddle you and tell you that it's going to be easy. Because if it was easy, everybody would be doing it. But what I am here to tell you is that it's worth it. And in fact, the pain that you feel by staying the way that you are now will always be so much more than any pain or discomfort you'll go through to be able to step into your self-love. Any pain. Because the pain of staying the same, the pain of staying where you are right now, only gets worse the more that you stay there. But moving through the fear, stepping into your truth, working with somebody, a coach, a therapist, a kinesiologist, a shaman, it doesn't matter, journaling yourself, watching these videos, joining a course, doesn't matter which way you do this. But as you start taking those steps forward, the pain will actually ease. Because over here, in the land of <laughs> never going to change, the pain is forever. Because you'll always feel disconnected from yourself. But the pain over here of coming to find yourself, yes, it might be scary. Yes, there are things that you might just freak out over. There's going to be dark tunnels you might have to walk through. But this one over here, well, that one leads to freedom. So you've got to decide which one do you want? Which one are you ready to step into finally in your life? Keep playing small over here with infinite amount of pain. Feel pain for a little while over here and become your beautiful self. I get that it's scary. It is scary. The courage, you know, isn't the absence of fear. Courage is to act in spite of the fear. The same way in which we put the fear in the back seat of the car, we get behind the wheel and we drive on through anyway. You know, for so many of you, I know that the voice inside of you, the voice that's inside of you that's been calling has been calling for so long and it's getting louder and louder and louder and kind of the excuses aren't working anymore for you. They've still got a little bit, but you're such, you're so close, you're on the edge so much that it's really just time for you to take the plunge, bring fear with you. When push comes to shove, self-hate is socially acceptable. 
which means that you can be rejected by loving yourself. So it's scary, ultimately scary, but you can make a different choice. My first recommendation is that you learn how to trust yourself. You need to actually learn how who you are and trust yourself and in your being. If you haven't yet, check out episode 21 and it's all about how to trust yourself. Number two, courage. Courage is so critically important to this because it's a rebellious act to go out against what society says you should and should not be. So courage, I wish you a bunch of that. And remember that it's not a lack of fear, but taking action in spite of it. Number three, surrender to your higher power. Whatever it is for you, if it's God, if it's universe, if it's ayahuasca, if it's, if it's the earth, if it's nature, whatever it happens to be for you, surrender to that. Surrender knowing that you always get what you need and that everything's going to be okay. You're being taken care of. If you don't yet have faith around being taken care of, then cultivate that for yourself. You're going to be okay. Number four, just to reiterate again, you're going to be okay. You are loved and you are supported and you know, in my opinion, the universe wants nothing more than for you to come home to the truth of your soul. That's why you're feeling the call so heavily. It's time. I know it's scary. It sucks. How scary it is. Keep moving forward. Have courage. Learn to trust yourself. Surrender to a higher power. And just keep reaffirming to yourself and reassure your little ego that's going bananas that you've got this that you're the one that's in charge and everything's going to be okay. Thank you for being here. I hope that despite the fear of loving yourself that you take away some really powerful insights from this lesson so that you can actually start to love yourself more and more. I know that I know that quite a few of you watch all of my videos and your self-love is improving and increasing in huge amounts and for that I am so ever grateful and honored. Keep doing it. Keep stepping forward. Keep feeling the courage that it takes in order for you to live a life that you really truly deserve. The Self-Love Awakening Collective course opens in June. Middle of June, we're going to get going. The week of June 14th. It's a close collection of women. No more than 12 in any one session. We go for eight weeks. You'll have weekly group coaching calls as well as weekly teachings by me and we have an opportunity to Q&A. Of course, it's all online. That's how we're rolling these days. And we'll also have a private community group to be able to bounce the ideas and the themes of what we've looked at. It's time to come home to you. It's never too late. This course is for you if you feel like you've been stuck in your head way too much. There's a disconnect from your body and your spirit has just been floating around somewhere, not paying much attention. So if you would like to come home to you, to align your body with your mind and your spirit and have them in beautiful harmony, then join us. Shoot me through an email, loveyourself at moreconfidence.com.au. Send us a text 0403-981-597 or just find me on any of the places, right? Head to, head to my website, moreconfidence.com.au. There are details there of the Self-Love Awakening Collective. Until next time, on Mondays, I go live on Facebook.
as well as Twitch. And on Fridays, of course, an episode of Self Love Lessons with Luna, available on Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, and on the podcast. I very much look forward to seeing you when I'm looking at you next. And in the meantime, happy self-loving.